Blog Talk Radio. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Book Journeys Radio. Every week on Book Journeys, we talk to authors about their experience writing their first book. And it's it's always interesting to hear how people kind of cross that chasm from I used to call these from aspiring author to author, and recently um, I've changed that to talk about transforming authors because I believe that anyone that is going to write a book and they know in their heart that they are supposed to write a book, they really are an author in transformation. Um, It's not something that you even want to do or or are aspiring to do as much as it is something you know that you have to do and you are in the process of transforming into an author. And um, certainly this week's, uh, this week's guest is no exception to that. Krista Dunk is the author of Step Out and Take Your Place, How to Discover and Live Your Everyday Calling. And um, Krista is with us. Hi, Krista. Hi, Angela. Thank you for having me on. Thanks for being on. I am um I'm so excited to talk to you today because I know um I know that a lot of our listeners are women and they really want to live their everyday calling and for them writing a book um is really sometimes it's hard to figure out is this my calling? Is this what I should be writing a book on? I know I should be writing a book, but what should the topic be? So before we even talk about your process of writing a book, I want to talk a little bit about your book and how it might be able to help some of our listeners um, in terms of getting clear on what their book topic is. Can you tell us a little about Step Out and Take Your Place? Oh, yes, I would be happy to, and thank you for asking. Um, You know, and I could probably start with talking just a little bit about my personal experiences with um, being in that place of not having clarity and not having confidence in you know, what is it that I'm supposed to be doing? What is that work that I was designed for? Who are the people that I'm called to influence? What are the gifts that I have that I need to share because other people uh, are waiting for me really to step out and take my place? And when I do, I will not only inspire others to do so, but I will um, make a meaningful difference in some way in people's lives. And I think... You know, a lot of ladies, we have that inside. We want to know we're making a difference. We want to know we are improving the lives of other people and all of these things. And, you know, for me, I am an entrepreneurial person, and I always have been, yet was always told growing up and just kind of the framework that I, you know, my mindset and things was, you know, you have to find something practical, something that's going to pay the bills, Something you, you know, yeah, you have a lot of gifts and a lot of talents, but but really, if you want to do something, it needs to be practical, and so kind of stay in that box. <laughs> I don't know if anybody mm-hmm. relates to that, but that's kind of where right. I was at. Absolutely, and it became really frustrating, and and I I really went on a personal journey to say, okay, God, you made me. I am really tired of working my own ideas and my own plans and um feeling like I'm I just I have so much potential that I don't even know what it is or 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 how to figure it out but I'm I want to learn I want to grow 
I want to have that revelation of what my calling is in the world. And so that was the place that I started with. And I went through this big process. It it took a couple years, at least really, um, of just, you know, prayer and all kinds of things that was being revealed to me about who I was. And so at the end, I was, I had a whole bunch of new information and revelation about myself, about um, how I could help people who I was supposed to help and influence and in what way and what gifts and natural abilities um, were involved in that. And and so I was like, oh, I felt free. I had this, this clarity. And then I saw so many other people still in that frustrated place. You know, maybe they were working a job, but... Really, it was just for the money. They, there was no joy in it. They had no passion for it anymore. Um, it, you know, they're they're having that doubt inside, or they're a business person, and they're like, "Is this really what I'm supposed to be doing? I don't really know." And so that that nagging doubt, um, obviously, um, is a hindrance to. And so anyway, so for me, this book is really to help people discover. What is it that you are gifted with? How are you gifted? What are your gifts? Your natural abilities, your and even your past experiences play a role. I would I would say to your listeners who are, as you say, transformational authors, take a look at your past experiences in your life. Um, this may be an area, especially things that were big big things, whether it's positive or negative, things that you have overcome things that now you have a roadmap that you could help other people with um, to have victory, to overcome things, um, to improve their lives that, and things like that. I think that's a great point. I think even, uh, you know, for you, one of those big things was certainly overcoming the struggle of trying to figure out what you wanted to do. And I think, you know, for so many people where where that pain point is, can often be the entry point to your calling. So, um, so when I work with, um, you know, when I work with transforming authors on their book, a lot of times they know they want to write a book and they can kind of imagine having a book. Maybe they imagine speaking or um, being being invited somewhere to a book signing or something like that. Did you uh, did envisioning sort of the end goal help you in your process? Did you have something you were striving towards? Well, that's a good question. Um, <laughs> I think for me, I my process started as like a big, huge kind of brain dump <laughs> into a word document. I and like you mentioned in your intro, Angela, when you said you know you're supposed to or you know you need to write. And that's all I knew. I was supposed to write a book. I needed to write a book. I didn't at that time necessarily have the end vision of what that all looked like at the time. I think during the process of writing, that was it became more clear and more evident. And uh, so for me, it was all about sharing my process, sharing my experiences, um, sharing with other people um, information about my journey and how they could take one too um, and really have some personal development in that area. So 
So um, I so you started uh, you started on your your journey kind of open about what the end might look like. If you if you had to go back to before you know before you wrote your book now is there what what do you wish you knew what advice would you give to your give to your former self before writing a book <laughs> okay that's that's good a couple of different things i would i would do a couple of things differently if i could give myself some advice um the the first time around i obviously when you're a new author you don't really know everything about the publishing process there's a lot that you have to learn and there's you know even things like the interior content of your book and the formatting and the they call it the interior styling of the pages and the fonts and the way the ways the chapters are laid out and all these different things i had no idea there was so much to all of that and so sometimes all of that can be scary all the unknown and i don't know what i'm doing and i don't know where to start and um i would give myself a lot of advice in that area right now and and that's kind of why i i chose like i did to go with a publisher's help cuz i i'm i'm so new i don't want to screw anything up <laughs> that's kind of how i felt and but at you know at this point though i'm very familiar with the process i i feel like um I could now truly do a self-publishing work and and do a really excellent job at it. Whereas before, so we I, I don't. Jump in and we should jump in and explain to listeners because obviously you remember at the beginning of this, you didn't really know the difference between you're you're talking about self-publishing and working with a publisher, mm-hmm. but then you're also talking about that you were involved with the styling, the interior styling, and the book cover. So. For a lot of people, it's confusing. They think either you self-publish and you do everything yourself or you send off a proposal or you get an agent and they send off a proposal and a publishing company picks you up, drops off a big check at your door and does all the work to prepare, market, and you know publish your book. So right. why don't you just talk from your perspective on... Um, it sounds like you chose a middle path. You didn't do everything yourself, and you also didn't have the um, the knight on a white horse come in and you create the book and they do everything else. So uh, tell me, tell me, you have what you did to publish your book? Okay, so what I ended up doing was, you know, like you mentioned, Angela, you have the total self-publishing option where, I mean, you're designing your own cover, you are securing your own book printing place, and everything's on you. Or you got the other end, the traditional publisher, like you said, who buys your manuscript idea and and takes it from there. Um, But there's a whole bunch of options in between those two, and I chose... That and I went with West. And did Press. you know that at the beginning? Did you know there was a whole bunch of options in between the two? Um, not when I started writing, but I I did get some author coaching and things like that. So that became that became really clear. But I think you're mm-hmm. right. A lot of people think it's one or the other, but then they don't really yeah. understand. There's like these hybrid things in the middle that they can go with. Lots mm-hmm. and lots in the middle. Lots and lots. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what makes it so confusing. You know, getting a doing everything yourself is very hard. Possible, mm-hmm. totally possible, but mm-hmm. difficult. And right. um, you know, finding a publisher uh, is is equally, if not more, difficult 
So um, unfortunately, what's in the middle isn't black and white. There's a whole there's a whole range of options. So um, so so tell us the way that you went and how you found your way there, especially if you'd recommend it. <laughs> and if not, give us some advice on what to do differently. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, that was. I think that was a big time of research right there. I had already probably written maybe a third of my book by the time I was investigating what to do. And for me, it was I, I kind of wrote down all the things that I knew I was going to need. I needed a book cover. I needed a ISBN number. I needed some help with editing and proofreading. I needed X Y Z. Blah 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 blah. And so then I tried to research, okay, the ISBN number is going to be $125, and this help is going to cost this much, and this blah, blah, blah. And then um, when I found Westbow Press, I looked at one of the package deals that they had, and I kind of compared what it would cost me to do it myself and not really be sure that I was going to overlook something or, you know, I just felt like, you know, I need some help. So if it's going to be... A similar cost, or even close, um, to me doing all these things on my own versus getting their help with this and getting some experts to look at it and go through it and help me through the process. I think I'll just do that right now, being new. And so that's what I did. I think they have um, they made the process very easy. Um, they follow up um, with people very well. I think you have to be really, really clear, especially when it comes to marketing and things like that. Um, I think that's where some of the gray areas can come in um, when you're buying services from people. I think that would be the only um, thing that I would say, um, yeah, I wasn't 100% uh, happy with that, but everything else, I have a really nice looking book. It, it was produced um, good quality and all of that. And so I was a little confused by that last answer. What was the one thing that you weren't happy with? It sounds like um, the I, process was good and the look of the book mm, was good. What was the thing that wasn't as good? I think marketing. I think when I when I went into it, when you know, when you talk because you talk to, when you work with a big company, you talk with different people along the way. And sometimes the first person you talk to is kind of like a salesperson. <laughs> uh-huh. And so um, one of the things, I could just give you a really specific example. They were saying that Westbow Press is one of the only companies that has a bookstore at all of the Women of Faith conferences around the country, and so they can get books into those conferences That's for their authors. It sure does, but um, then what you know they didn't say was that there was a, an extra kind of large price tag that goes along with ah. going and getting to be one of those people, and you know, I even yeah. Like one of like my one of my goals uh, for people is to really break down some of the what I feel like happens a lot in publishing and self-publishing is, I don't know, bait and switch isn't the right word, but you start walking mm -hmm. down one path because you've done a cost-benefit analysis and then mm -hmm. you find lots of, you know, surprises around every right. corner. So one of the things um, with a traditional publisher that people are surprised by is that even if you get picked up by, you know, Harper and Row or 
Putnam or Penguin, um, that doesn't mean that they are going to do anything to market your book. Doesn't True. mean they're going to pay for a book tour. Doesn't mean they're even yep. going to pay to have your book facing with the cover side out. So what happens is if you want your books on the front table at a bookstore or if you don't want them with the spine facing out on a bookshelf, those are all extra charges. <laughs> mm. So um, things like if they're going to a book fair and you want them to represent you, they'd be happy to do that, but you're going to get upsold along the way. Mm. And in terms of being in their catalog, you'll you'll be in your publisher's catalog for sure, but that doesn't mean that they're selling you. And, again, there's yeah. upcharges for things like that. So a lot of times people think, oh, I'm going to go with a publisher because I want them to take care of the – take care of the marketing, but I would say there's almost no there's almost no publishing venue from self-published to a $500,000, well, maybe a $500,000 advance, from self-published <laughs> to a $50,000 advance that includes, uh, that includes any amount of marketing. They do marketing for a few, big publishers do marketing for a few books every year because that's all they have time for, and they're the books that got the big advance because they have to make sure they're going to get their money back. And they're not doing marketing for you. They're not doing marketing for the author. They're doing marketing for themselves because they want to make sure they're going to get their investment back. So I think it's really important to know that when you publish a book, you are, you know, you're making a commitment to market that book in whatever way you market it because nobody's really going to do that for you. And it can be a, a deciding factor in the publishing process that, you know, is a surprise later on. Well, I agree. And even if, yeah, and and two, something that I learned about the traditional publishers and things like that is, you know, it might take you six months to get your um, book out if you do it self-publishing or even less, but it they usually take longer. It's more like Mm -hmm. a year to um, 18 months even before it could come out. And sometimes you just don't want to wait that long. You think, well, man, somebody else is going to come up with the idea before my book gets out, and it's going to be on the same topic. Or um, And so when you you worked with Westbow Press, Mm -hmm. and um, and so you had some reasons you made that decision, and it sounds like, you know, overall you're probably happy with that decision. Mm -hmm. And um, because they were a publisher, does that mean that they paid you in advance, or how is that different than if you self-published? Okay, they did not um, pay me in advance. They they are a division of Thomas Nelson, which is a huge, massive uh, uh, publishing house, but... Um, the Westbow Press is more like a self-publishing option for authors who want to come under the umbrella of a publishing house, publishing company, um, but that you're going to kind of pay for specific services for them to help you with. So really you can get out a really good product. If they do the cover design, then you're going to pay them just like you would pay um, like a graphic designer you might personally hire. Yes, other than oh. they have different packages that are already um, serve a kind of service packages that they have defined already. So, yeah, that's how they work there. Mm-hmm. And you found that the amount of money you would have spent on your own was similar within, you know, I don't know, 20% of what you paid with them? Um, I think that it would have been, I probably paid um, maybe... Thirty percent more going with their help than I would have 
um, fumbling through my own but, right. process. So you saved yourself. Time. So for that additional charge, you saved yourself, mm-hmm. first of all, having to learn how to do it and maybe making some big mistakes that yeah. could have been very expensive. Yeah. And um, you also uh, were able to use that use that time in other ways. So you, you can kind of you save yourself, yourself some time and some – True. Uh, saves yourself some time and some risk by spending a little bit more and working with them. And then when it came to, um, this is a question I get a lot, like the copyright or the royalties, you get 100% of the royalties and the full copyright like you would with uh, if you self-published, if you kind of did it yourself. Mm-hmm. I do have a full copyright on the book, which is great. Um, if they sell my book from their website, then I get obviously – um, you know, falls into the royalties piece. They get a little commission or something for doing the sale for you. Mm-hmm. But, of course, if mm-hmm. I sell it from my own website um, or sell them in person at speaking engagements or whatever that might be, um, maybe it's a book signing or something, then, of course, I just buy the books from them and then keep 100% of the profit beyond that. So, Yeah. And how about, are you listed on, like, Amazon or in some mm-hmm. of those other distribution channels? Yes, both Amazon yeah. and Barnes and & Noble, yeah. Mm-hmm. And do you split revenue with them on that, or is that just for you? That is split as well, because they are the ones that set up that those accounts for me. And, of course, then Amazon takes their <laughs> portion, too. Right, so, that's so you split it between the, Amazon and them. So basically, yes. on the front end, you paid a little bit more, uh, but yeah, but you could have, but you don't know that because you could have made a big mistake and paid a lot more doing it yourself. True, so you paid a little more, but got a product you were significantly more comfortable with was not a mistake. So it gave you kind of some peace of mind that you weren't gonna, you know, put something out there that wasn't equal to the amount of work you'd done on getting the words right. And then on the back end, they're helping with the with the distribution and sales, and they get a little piece of that, which, again, you don't have to do the work. So it, it kind of feels like a decision. It feels like a decision that you made that kind of frees, frees you up to do the things that you love to do. Mm-hmm. I, would, I would say that that's, that's true, yeah. 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 I think so many authors feel like if they don't get a publisher, they have to do it all themselves. And the idea of sharing their royalties um, feels just like, oh, my God, I wrote this book. Why would I share it with anyone? But I think it's a great perspective to say they're going to, you know, they're going to reach different people. They're going to do pieces you don't do. And one thing they can't do is, you know, run your website or spread the word or, or speak or do. I know you have a radio show. Um, but, you know, they they can't do a radio show for you. They can't teach a workshop for you. And so giving yourself the time to do those things where you can really share the book that nobody else can do, I think is just a really smart move. I do too, and I would recommend that to people for sure. As much as you can get out in front of people, um, I would say that speaking and having people actually hear your voice and see your face is one of the best ways to sell your book. Yeah, absolutely. So I always like to ask people, um, I, I think of this as like a, a you know, before and after scenario, what's something that came out of having your book that wouldn't have happened if you didn't have a book? And it would be great if you have like a specific story of something that happened to you that wouldn't have happened without a book. Well, I can say that 
speaking opportunities have come to me because of having the book. Um, several, actually, you know, in different states around the country. Um, I feel like being an author, having this book, definitely has gotten me speaking engagements at conferences and things like that. And I think one of the reasons why that is is because people can meet you, quote-unquote, through your book before they invite you to come and speak. They can kind of hear your spirit, so to speak. Um, They understand the perspective that you're coming from. They understand the wisdom that you want to share and all of that by looking at the book ahead of time. And I think, too, in a lot of people's minds, they think, okay, so the people that are going to attend the conference – um, they're going to possibly give more credibility to somebody that's an author who's coming to see mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and um, so anyway, I can say definitely I have had conference speaking opportunities for sure that would not have come without my book. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Was that a goal for you to speak, or did it just sort of happen? You know, I knew that I was going to be speaking before I knew I was going to be writing. <laughs> ah, so it was it was an odd thing. I knew I was supposed to speak, although I didn't know to whom or what about or when. Um and it's just it's just part of my journey. It's an interesting interesting yeah, way that all came about, but yeah. So speaking. So was there anything? So you knew you would be speaking. Was there anything that's come from having a book that you didn't expect? Something that maybe surprised you that um, that our listeners who haven't finished their first book might might experience as well. Well, yeah, I think one thing that's really interesting is how many people come to me knowing that I'm an author uh, and. They'll say, "Well, can I can I talk to you? Because, wow, that's so great that you wrote a book, and I, that's always been a dream of my heart to write a book. And I, can I just let me take you to lunch, or can you let me know how how you did that?" And so I think that's one thing that I did not expect at all. Was, well, you heard it here first, everybody. Book Journeys Radio. Write a book, and you will get free lunches. <laughs> right. An excellent way to feed yourself by Krista Dunk. There you um, go. <laughs> no, I I think that's great, and I think it's really for so many people. And you know, I I think this was probably true for you too. That you know that you have a role to make a difference in people's lives, and with or without a book, we can all make a difference in people's lives for sure. Mm-hmm. But I think there are people who are born to write a book, and having that book makes the opportunity to share your wisdom and make an impact and and give ideas and hope. It just it just opens up those opportunities in some really beautiful and surprising ways. Right, and you can inspire somebody else just by being who you are and stepping out into what the work you're supposed to be doing, and by writing a book you will definitely, in many unexpected ways, <laughs> inspire yeah. other people. 
Absolutely. Well, I think it is really, um, I think it's, oh, by the way, everybody, um, Chris's book, again, in case you tuned in late, um, Step Out and Take Your Place, How to Discover and Live Your Everyday Calling. You can go to stepoutandtakeyourplace.com and uh, read more about the book and and uh, learn more about Krista. And if you do that, I really want to encourage you to look at the video she has on her site. She has a, a short video. I think it's about three minutes long. And uh, it talks about her, her book and her book launch. And you can actually uh, see Krista uh, in person. But also think for yourself about your book and a video that you might make now, even before you finish your book. What would you want to say about it? In, in your launch video. I think that's a great way to help bring your book to life for yourself a little more. Go ahead and find a nice corner and set up a tripod and, and see if you can create a little three-minute book launch video like Krista's. I hope, I hope her video inspires, uh, inspires you. And if you're still not 100% sure on what you're supposed to write your book out about, pick up a copy of Krista's book because she's got some, some great ideas on how to really find your calling. So... We uh, we will be back next week, and uh, we will be um, let's see, we will be talking to Olga Horvat, Olga Horvat next week, uh, another author who is going to share her experience writing her first book. Um, but t- uh, today we just want to say thank with thanks and gratitude, Krista. Thank you for um, so openly sharing your experience with your process. We wish you luck on your on your book journey, which continues. Thank you, Angela. This has been fun. And we'll see everybody back here next week. Your The rest is still unwritten.